0: On Thursday, February 25th, eight people were arrested during a protest against the development of high-end luxury homes on the West Mesa of the San Marcos foothills. The Santa Barbara Independent reported that of the eight arrested, four were Chumash women. Save the San Marcos Foothills is the organization fighting against the development and is currently in negotiations with the real estate development company, the Chadmar Group. The construction is set to clear out a 28-foot path for three-quarters of a mile to make way for new roads and expensive homes. Protesters have pointed out that construction is taking place during, and will interfere with, nesting season for various birds such as the meadowlark. In addition, developers also did not contact Chumash monitors before beginning construction to ensure that sacred sites were not disturbed. I spoke to some of the protesters on the Friday following the arrests to hear about what happened that day, as well as the importance of bringing a halt to the bulldozing of the San Marcos Foothills land. Aaron Baguri, a graduate student at UCSB, was present at the protests and was one of those arrested. So yeah, I was here yesterday, Um, I wasn't here very long yesterday since they took me away, Um, but uh, I got here at like 6am-ish, there were already a bunch of cop cars, there were a couple of bulldozers. Um, Someone was chained to the fence that they were going to go through, so instead they cut through the public property, the fences here. And they were going to go through there, so then we, we moved over there, uh, and they started bringing the bulldozers in, and we just we stood in front of them so they couldn't, and the police tried to push us away. Another protester, Hana, also described the use of excessive force and a lack of discussion between the peaceful protesters and the police.
1: Some of us slept in front of the fence um, so we could be alerted in the morning, and other folks um, slept in their vehicles nearby. Um, So they did, they ended up coming at 5 a.m. and um, with a a bulldozer being escorted by a cop. So um, it was just one bulldozer, I think. Pretty sure maybe it was two i don't really remember but um it might have been two but anyways so yeah we were holding space and sleeping in front and um are woken up by them and um they right away started cutting the lock off the fence and trying to open the fence and then um uh Um, some friends and uh, I were like holding space in front and not letting them and um, proceed with like opening it anymore Um, so they had to like go and talk and figure out what they were going to do and the cops just immediately were like yeah you guys are going to get arrested like it just escalated really quick you know there wasn't really um, much space for us to like be like well we need a we need we're ha- we need to have ceremony you guys cannot come in until we like have ceremony There yeah. like really was no space for any kind of negotiation yeah. whatsoever it yeah. was just like y'all are gonna get arrested if you keep um blocking this entryway so we continue to hold space and folks woke up and came and we started singing songs and we lit some medicine and um we're in prayer um and we're really holding space in a very, in a very like, peaceful, peaceful way.
0: I also asked about what was bringing people out to protest the development of luxury homes on the nature preserve. Emily, an SBCC student and Santa Barbara local, talked about her own personal experience with the area.
1: I grew up like down the street, and I used to walk here every day <laughs> as a kid uh, growing up, and so in general, I love this land, but also, uh, obviously growing up, you find out more about uh, how important certain spaces are. Right. And so beyond its beauty, like you can hear in the background, there's yeah. a lot of culture that's uh, connected to this land. And it's important not only to the local community, but the native community.
0: As Emily mentioned, Native Chumash culture is very much tied to the land. Hana further described the uses of the land and the importance of pushing against more luxury housing development.
1: This preserve, these so-called preserve, um, these foothills are a place um, that you know the indigenous communities here, the the Chumash um, communities, have been tending and loving and coming to for prayer for time immemorial and uh, most recently have been coming to um, To tend um, also the last five plus years there's a collective called the seal plant collective that has been coming here and tending these grounds um, and coming here to gather together as indigenous people to pray and to gather and to share our stories together and to, to grieve together and to share moments together and um, aside from it just being a healing place just to gather it also is a place we also tend. And live in reciprocity <laughs> with the plants and the, our animal kin here. So we also are tending to the native plants here, and um, we've had the privilege and honor to watch um, our, you know, native plant relatives flourish and like come to life from the relationship we've built with them. So with that, we've also. Um, have harvested medicine here for 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 quite some time and um, we've got to you know see aunties and the youth and the elders make their own medicine and learn how to live in reciprocity and um, kind of rekindle that relationship with the land that um, has been taken away from us so a lot of the ways of tending the land and being stewards of the land um, we've also been cultivating that relationship here at this, um, um you know in san marcos um we've got to uh, watch the sikhon uh, which is the blue dicks um come back to life and we flag and we um mark their areas off to protect them and make sure um folks aren't walking on them and uh, there is a kuyama lamb is a is a, a grazing um, a sheep grazers that come and graze the land here and they help also um, with that stewardship by helping the invasive grasses um, be eaten down to m- make way for the indigenous grasses to come back so there's a lot of diff- different folks that um, you know, are really caring for this space here, and that really, really love this spot. So, um, another point I feel like is important too is that um, during this pandemic, it's been a very accessible place for folks to be able to come and harvest the medicine for
0: the community. One of the organizers of Save the San Marcos Foothills spoke with me, but wanted to refrain from using her voice on air. When asked what the current options are for the prevention of the construction of the homes on the land, she mentioned how, quote, we are currently in negotiation with the landowner and the developer. In the meantime, we will be here until we have that written offer. This community has the money. We've seen it before with the Carpinteria Bluffs and the Wilcox property. This is just another open space that we need to protect, end quote. The organizers at Save the San Marcos Foothills are encouraging people to continue spreading the word about the situation. You can learn more at savesanmarcosfoothills.org and on the Save San Marcos Foothills Instagram page, as well as on the Seeds to Forest Defense Instagram page. With KCSB News, I'm Aubrey Valerio.